All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed to your biz, more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet friend. Welcome to the Productivity on Purpose podcast. I don't know if you saw my last newsletter, but it was about why you think you don't have enough time, right? Why we think we have enough, we don't have enough time is not because of a lack of help. It's not because of a lack of resources. And it's not even because of a lack of hours in the day. You don't have enough time because, drum roll please, you lack clarity. You don't know how much to accept given the hours and the resources you do have. You don't know how to focus now or what to focus on next. You don't know how to say no, even when the voice inside of you is nudging you to say no. And at the same time, it's not your fault. Seriously, it is so easy to lose clarity when you're learning, when you're expanding, and when you're taking advantage of so many opportunities which may also be known as shiny object syndrome, but you are doing a lot of things, right? You have your hands in a lot of different pieces and projects and tasks. And this like kind of keeps you shackled to your distractions and your scatteredness. So it's natural. It's easy to lose clarity when you have a hundred demands vying for your attention. And when you have a hundred thoughts of where you could be putting your attention, where you could take your business, what you should be focusing on. But listen, my friend, it is time to get clear. You can't just keep wishing you had more time, right? Because it's we are more connected to technology than we've ever been in history. So, like, there has to be more than like a wish or or, or thinking that I, you know, had more time. You have to know how to intentionally plan your day with your energy between your commitments and in spite of your overflowing inbox and all the other technology that you are attached to. Because the reality is this. Clarity is freedom. When you know what to do next, when you know what's most important, when you know exactly where to put your energy, when you are totally clear, you are productive because you get the things done that are most meaningful to you. You need to understand why you plan to do certain tasks every day, but then get pulled away by other things and constantly feel like you're not doing anything well. Right. We need to understand why you overextend yourself and you need to know how to get out of this vicious cycle. So I'm going to walk you through three time tested strategies that give you clarity, right? That give you the freedom that you're looking for. The reason you got into your business in the first place. So here's the deal. You just have to commit to doing them. Number one, a daily brain dumping. I have covered this before, although it has been a while, and it's definitely worth repeating because this is truly the first step to organizing your thoughts, getting out of your scatteredness, taking control, getting out of your own head, literally you're getting it out of your own head, and get some clarity. 
Okay, this is your opportunity. And honestly, this is your responsibility as a good steward in your business, as a CEO in control for you to get clarity for yourself and for your team. By the way, your team in your business and your team at home. Hear me on this. You cannot keep all the details straight and not worry about details falling through the cracks, right? You're always going to be worried about that. And you can not even begin to understand everything you have going on in all the areas across your business and your life until you get it out of your head. That's what the brain dump is. You dump and dump and dump every thought, every idea, every to-do, every task, every project out of your head, even the ones in the way back, right? Even the ones that you're sure you're going to remember, even the ones that you've done a hundred times before, you need to get them out of your brain. We do this so your brain has ample space to take in new information, which is coming on the daily, really every single minute to you, right? It's coming through your email, your text, your messages, your thoughts, the people around you. It, you're constantly taking in new information. So you've got to make the room for it so it has the, the space to grow and evolve and you can make good decisions about them. So think of your brain as a box. Really simple, really simple analogy here. Here's a box, has a lid, and you can put a bunch of things in the box. Let's just say papers to make it easy. You're like throwing in papers and papers and papers, but once it's reached the top, it's reached its capacity, you can still keep shoving in the papers, but you will keep overstuffing it and the papers are gonna be overflowing out of the box onto the floor, getting all mixed up, piling up, while the paper that you really need, right? There's something you really need to have access to is somewhere in the bottom of the box. And it's going to take you an hour to go through the whole box now to find it. Okay. That is like what's happening to your brain. If you don't empty it out, you cannot stuff it to overcapacity and then wonder, why don't I have clarity? Why can't I like find the idea? Why don't I know what to do next? Like, because it's so overstuffed. You will stay stuck in overwhelm and an overwhelmed mind shuts down. 100%. If you find yourself finding a new project to work on while you have a dozen unfinished ones lingering over you, or you find the time to be scrolling social media for an hour or two, or doing retail shopping therapy, right? You are just overwhelmed. You're just simply overwhelmed. You're a bit paralyzed. So you're going to find everything you can do to avoid doing what you really should be doing. Girl, I know because I am you. I have done this many times. Right. So stop, let's just stop this nonsense. Like stop berating yourself and calling yourself a procrastinator. Stop call, telling yourself you have ADD unless you actually do. But I mean, just stop telling yourself all these negative things. Like you can't stay focused. You can't do it. Cause I'm telling you right now what your problem is. You're not a natural born procrastinator. You're not like, you know, self diagnosed. I can't stay focused on anything. You are simply overwhelmed. And that is why the brain dump is so important. And it's not a one and done. It's not like, let me do this today and then I'm all set. The first time you brain dump, if it's been a while, that's definitely the most work because you probably have pages and pages and pages of things on your mind. But after that, it's much easier to maintain this practice on a daily basis. So every day before you start your day or before you go to bed at night, I like to do it in the morning because I just can't think at night. But you go to your list and you write down all the things that came up the day before, that came up yesterday, that you haven't already gotten down, or things that you remember during the night or in the shower, and you get them down on your list, right? The more you get out of your head, the more relaxed you're going to be that you aren't going to forget 
forget them. Now, of course, when you get all this information and all these ideas and all the details out of your head, your list is going to be 14 pages long, and that can also feel equally overwhelming. So on this episode, I'm not going to get into exactly how to organize your list so they're manageable and liberating um, because I've done that before and this isn't the time, but actually there is a way to take them so they're not so overwhelming, but it's just very detailed and honestly, it's very customized to each person. So for some women I work with, you might have, or they might have like six or eight clients. And I have another, I have another client who has 200 clients. So the way we do their list is going to be very different, right? It just depends on your line of work and the type of business, your business model. So when I work with clients, we completely personalize this list making process to make it work for them personally. So if that's something that makes you crazy, if you're like, okay, I'm doing this brain dump, but now it's making me cry, cry because I don't know how to organize it after that. Like you're like, I do the brain dumps, but I can't figure out how to manage it. Then we should chat. Like seriously, reach out to me. I will leave my info at the end of this episode. I'm sure it's all over the show notes as well, but that's something we should chat about. But okay. But listen, though, my point is you do want to take this first step to give you clarity, to clear your mind, create a space where you can see everything in one 360 degree view, one place where you can better prioritize, better delegate and better make decisions. Okay. Now, number two, you've done that, right? You're starting to get some clarity. At least you're like, oh my gosh, now I know I was so overwhelmed because there's so much going on. So number two, to get clarity is to put a stake in the ground. Okay. So once you have this view, this 360 degree view, this one place where everything lives, where everything is out of your head, now you can start to get clear on what's most important, where you do and don't need to put your time and energy. Okay, this is actually, some things are going to be very apparent to you. You're getting them out of your mind, but you're going to look at it and be like, this is so not important. Let me just move that to 2024, 2025. You're like, I don't, or next quarter, like this is just not it, but I'm glad I got it down. And then there's going to be this whole slew of other things where like these all feel so important, um, but maybe not for right this minute. And then the other ones are like, okay, these feel urgent. I've got to do these right now. So you're going to just know that as you're writing them them out, which is why part of this process, you know, it becomes so cathartic. But then when you get to that place where like, there's all these things that feel equally important, this is where you need to get decisive, which is actually a far more challenging part than the brain dumping. Okay. This actually completely reminds me of my home organization days. So you, you may or may not know that I used to organize homes as a professional organizer. And then I used to teach home organizing classes online and workshops. And when I used to organize or when I taught these classes, I would take my clients through a process I called SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. And the first three steps of of SCORE, the S-C-O, stood for sort, clear clutter, and organize, right? And the sorting was very much like brain dumping, what I just just described. So basically when you'd sort, you'd collect everything from your closets or your pantry or garage or whatever area we were working on, you would completely empty it out. And then you would do, then we'd like put them together, like the light thing, the like things together, like all of your black pants together, um, all of your socks together, all of your shoes, right? So this was all the sorting. And that is like the equivalent of brain dumping. You're getting everything out in one place and then you know, you're kind of just organizing it or like really sorting it out. But the next step was a C, which was to clear clutter, which was the much harder part because unlike sorting, where you just got to 
take things out. Now you had to make the hard decisions, decisions about what you're going to keep and what you're going to eliminate. So this, this is very similar to that second step here about putting a stake in the ground. Now that you have everything together, you have to decide what is most important and what is least important. Or maybe you don't even have to go to the least. You just have to really start with what's the most important right now. And this is so tough because there are so many times when two or three or 10 different tasks or projects are very important, right? You could even say they're equally important. And I would believe you, like that is that is a real case scenario, right? So if you have, let's say, eight clients that you're behind on getting back to, they could all be equally important if they're all expecting something around the same time and know you're late, right? And then to add to it, now if you're behind on invoicing, but you haven't been tracking your time, so you know this is going to take a few hours to create them because now you got to go back and figure out all your time tracking and how long it's been. Well, you know, like that's equally as important because you're like, well, I got to get paid. And um, then you're like, well, I have to get paid. But then if I work on the invoices, I can't get back to the clients that are breathing down my neck, those eight clients. And then on top of it, your kid needs a costume for the play they're in tomorrow. And, you know, God forbid they would give you the teacher letter or flyer more than a day before, even though, even though they've known about it for, for like three weeks. Okay, I think I just have like P- PTSD from my boy's childhood about that. But anyway, um, and of course, and that is a top priority too. And then there's still like a dozen other things on your list that are just one notch below all of these to do in terms of importance, but they're totally stressing you out as well. And since you don't have the clarity on what's most important, now you start getting overwhelmed. Let me just go on social. Let me jump into email. Let me do all the things that I could do to avoid having to actually figure this out. And instead, I'm just going to stay in this stressed out like like position. Okay. Does that pretty much explain your day? It happens. I get it. But this is where having clarity is imperative. This is when it is your responsibility to operate as a mature and successful CEO of your business and of your life and make some tough decisions. Because if you don't, you will sit in complete confusion and overwhelm and with a heavy, heavy weight on you. If you don't get clarity, you will work and be busy and be doing all the things all day and still feel like crapola at the end of the day because you will feel like you haven't gotten anything meaningful done. But with without clarity, you'll probably do something like this. You're going to start working on one invoice and then get frustrated because it's taking too long to go back and figure out all your hours. So you'll jump into a couple of client emails, but not know exactly how to respond, or you'll get distracted by 17 other emails that have come in. And then you'll jump online to find out if the store that you have to buy the costume for is if it's open. But then you go down a rabbit hole of what's the best box costume you need, and then jump in back into email. And then curse yourself for not getting the invoices out again. And then instead start organizing the papers on your desk because you think this is really the root of why you can't focus. And oh my God, it is exhausting. All because you didn't put a stake in the ground. So I can go through all the different ways to prioritize, like create deadlines for yourself and create urgencies and priority matrices. But you're still going to end up in the same place. You're still going to have a lot of things that are equally important. So the only way to make true movement, to progress in things that really matter to stop backtracking, to stop staying in confusion and chaos, and to make a damn dent already is to decide. Just freaking decide. Pick your top three to five tasks. Number them from one to five, right? One, two, three, four, five, and you write next to them each task that from one to five. 
I guarantee you will be more focused when you pick your next steps. Even when all things are created equal, you just need to pick something. Because when you get crystal clear on what they are, when you just put a stake in the ground and you put it on a separate list, numbered one through five, what you're going to be working on, and you're just working off that to-do list, not the giant one with 1,800 things on it, and not you're not scrolling up and down that giant list, but you're just looking at that list with a three to five on it, I guarantee you're going to stay focused. It's going to give you clarity. You're going to start moving forward instead of just sitting there perpetually just spinning in circles, okay? So put a stake in the ground. And number three, this one I've talked about many, many times and you've heard about it many, many times, I'm sure from many people or places, but I swear when I tell you this, when I don't really get specific about this and which still happens to me from time to time, I am always behind, I always overcommit, and I always have too high expectations about what I can get done in a day. And this thing is to plan my day. And I mean to really, really, really plan my day. Like, take those top three to five priorities that are on the separate list that are numbered and I put a stake in the ground about and also thinking through, which means I'm really, really, really thinking through other things in addition to that, like hidden time and personal time. Like, hey, lunch, you know, maybe I want to eat something today or stretch and take a walk or when do I have time to work on my emails or my texts or take a break or, you know, just times that I would just get distracted or getting dressed, or, you know, like in addition to my Zoom meetings and calls, I've been prep time for that Zoom meeting, right? So if you're adding all those hidden time and that personal time and the setup and prep time, in addition to, let's say, those top three priorities, so you're truly planning your day with buffer and realistic expectations. Now, listen, I'll be the first to say this takes practice to get it right. You can plan your day dozens of times, you probably already have, and still fall short. I know, I know it. I do too at times, but not like nearly that often like I used to. And that's for several reasons. Number one, I have a lot and I do mean a lot of systems in place. So whether that's the way I break down my tasks or how I use my templates or how I do my finances or my social media content or my strategy or even the way I like meal plan, all those systems really help me plan my day more accurately. The number two, I have a small but mighty team. So I'm not managing a ton of people and expectations. We're, like I said, small and mighty. So that also I think really helps me kind of get this, you know, get my planning on board. Number three, I'm also in a different phase of life, I will say. Like I have one in college and one in high school. So I'm not driving people around everywhere, which also means less school commitments. Like virtually nobody is, no one's calling in sick. Like if my son in high school is sick, he just drives his ass home and goes to bed. Like, so that has really changed for me. And that I will say, and like, that is just a reality of my life that it is a game changer in terms of that. So I have less and less of those emergencies, at least on the personal front. Number four, I've come to really embrace and enjoy routine and structure which I think for the longest time, even though in productivity and time management, I would just resist it more. And so now that I have more of that, and that is not even to do with like the kids or the team, it's just me personally. I'm just, I've embraced it so much more and I just see the benefits of it so much more that a lot of my days or weeks are like, they're just structured similarly. 
So again, this just makes it easier for me to plan and plan more, more accurately. I'm doing a lot of the same activities repetitively like this podcast. Like I have an idea now how long this actually takes from writing it to like outlining it, to writing it, to recording it, to editing it, to getting it up. I've really broken it down and I really give a good understanding of it. Number five, I've dramatically, dramatically changed my expectations. And I think this should be number one because this is actually not in order. But number five about changing my expectations is that I no longer expect that I'm going to get 10 or 15 things done in my day. Like I don't have this list of like the 12 things on my list. I focus on that three to five. I plan for that three to five. I work my day, my schedule, my week, my team around the three to five, right? It's like I'm doing all the things I just talked about, but they're focused on the reality of the expectations instead of like some wish list that I throw out there that makes me feel like crap at the end of the day when I don't hit all those things. This is a complete mindset shift and it takes a lot of practice, but it's so doable. Like, especially when you have guidance with you, when I'm doing this with people, like we, it moves fast. Like they are not, it didn't take, it didn't take me so long or it didn't take them as long as it takes me because I'm fast tracking it with them, like with the women that I'm working with, you know, but on the other hand, when I overestimate how much I can get done, if I don't go through this planning process really accurately and consistently, then I end up failing. And even worse, I feel like a failure, which totally sucks. Y'all know it. It's unmotivating. It's uninspiring. Makes you fall out of love with your business. It ain't good. No good. No bueno. So I don't, you know, I try really, really, really hard to take that time to plan because I know how imperatively, like how just important it is and how critical it is to my mindset and my mood and really the results in my business at home. So with all this experience under my belt, I plan pretty well. But, but as I mentioned, if when I keep doing this, I don't do this piece. I 150% fall back into scatteredness. I'm all over the place. I don't finish anything 100%, right? I just sort of like start stuff and don't finish it. I have my hands in 10 different things. I get caught up in minutia and I end the day thinking I got nothing done. So that is me without clarity. And that is you without clarity. When you don't know what your current action is and what your next action is going to be. And when you don't know, that you have the time and space for your current action and and the next action, right? You're going to fall into complete confusion and nonsense and not be clear. It's spinning in your head about not having enough time does not serve you. You do have enough time. I promise you when you're clear on what you want and what's most important to you, because time isn't about how many hours you have in your day. Time is about how you're using your hours. All right, so now I want to hear from you. I hope this episode served you and got your wheels turning. Before I sign off, it is time to take this week's challenge. You spent your precious time with me and I want to make sure it's 100% worth it. So today's action is to do the steps. Actually put them one by one into action within the next 24 hours. So as a recap, the only thing holding you back from control of your time and day is clarity. And three simple and immediately doable steps to getting clarity are one, to brain dump, two, to put a stake in the ground, 
And three, to accurately plan your day. Listen, my sweet friend, are you dying to take back control of your day? Have you tried every tool and strategy and tip and still feel like you're not doing anything well? Schedule a call. Let's talk about it. This lights me up and there's nothing that makes me happier than helping women get control and feel confident about their results. Learn the simple steps to stop treading water and finally get ahead. Get on my calendar at lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching. When you get to that page, you'll see some, just scroll down a little bit. There'll be a purple button. So click here, go on there, sign up, let's talk. It's totally like no, um, there's no commitment. Let's just get on a call. And if you haven't already gotten your hands on free resources about how to focus, stop procrastinating, and stop feeling overwhelmed, grab them at lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. Thank you so much, my friend, for listening and sharing. If you've gotten some inspiration and motivation, and if you have not yet left a review, please do so now. It really does mean the world to me. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, loving vibes, and positive energy, and know that I am sending sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time.